Welcome back to another episode of Life in the Urban City podcast. I'm your host, Paul Hudak, and today I'm joined with one of our staff, Chris. Um, he works in our On Point program. Uh, how long have you been working with us, Chris? On Point, just us for youth, um, last September, 2021. So it hasn't even been a year yet? No, no, less than a year. Dang, and we already got you on the podcast? Big time in it, bro. Yeah. You're killing the game. Uh yeah, no, <laughs> I want to bring Christian on uh, this time because we want to just share um, talking about uh, youth and, and mental health and, and just everything that, that takes place in it and dealing with it. So I know the month of May, it's definitely a big mental health awareness month. And I guess a question for you, Chris, is to you, what do you consider, what is mental health? Mental health, so... I know learning the definition of health is like, um, well, in terms of physical physiology, yeah, um, it's like um, having a good running body, mm-hmm. um, staying healthy, water, sleep, and all that. Yeah. But so pertaining to mental, your brain and your thoughts, your mind. Yeah. Not literally look, your brain, your mind. Um, just keeping your your mind healthy, running smoothly, um, mm-hmm. good thoughts. Um, just, uh, just, just keeping it running smoothly, pretty much how you, how you run, how your body runs smoothly, just yeah. it, it pertains to your mind as well, your thoughts. Yeah. So yeah, the mental health is just like, how, how's your brain? How's your mentality, right? Yeah. You could be in great shape, but your brain could be like, you could be all over the place inside in your head saying yeah. different things to yourself. Yeah. Um, wh- how would you consider your mental health? Would you say you have good mental health at times you struggle? What would you say? I want to say I have a pretty good mental health overall. Yeah. Um, I think everyone has struggles, even mm-hmm. the best people, even yeah. the best mentors, best leaders. Um, yeah. there's, always, there's always some type of struggle, but I think I want to consider myself overall have, having a pretty good mental health, yeah. um, standing, stability. Um, here and there, there's some struggles. Yeah. Definitely. How, how was it growing up? Because I, I know you're here, you're from the city of Pomona. You went to high school here yes. in Pomona, played soccer. At Ganesha High, right? Ganesha High School. Yeah. Real G High. Yeah, the, the true G High. We don't let the Gary people hear that. There's Gary, yeah. Um, so <laughs> about that, did you always have a decent mental health or would you say playing sports and stuff, you, you struggled or because of sports, you had better mental health? Um, so I've always been like a introspective person, very curious person. Mm-hmm. I think growing up, there was a little bit of struggles here and there. I was captain of the soccer team, so I've always been a leader. Um, I think that comes from inside, but yeah, uh, I think there were some struggles in high school. I remember. Yeah. I, I why when you asked me that question, I remember um, uh, playing against Gary High School first game of the season. I was I was captain. It was first league game, and mm-hmm. that day I was off, really off, feeling yeah. a little bit lonely, and um, I came into that game with the wrong mentality. And my mental health that day translated to the to my game on mm. the field, and I I wasn't performing at all. My coach took me out, he told me what was wrong, and uh, I don't know what was wrong. I felt really uh, alone that day. Um, yeah. I think it was my ju- my senior year, my senior year. Yeah. yeah. Um, but after that, I bounced back. But yeah, why right when you asked me that question, I flashed back to that day. I remember mm. sitting on the bench in the center center quad at Ganesha High School, uh, feeling alone. Uh, I don't know. Uh, and then translated to my game that day. Yeah. As a very introspective person, have you thought, I mean, you just mentioned right there that you thought back of that day, but have you ever t- 
took time to reflect and try to analyze and understand why or, or what was wrong on that day? What was what was up with your funk? Um, I think everything, I think everything comes from your childhood, but it just mm. starts evolving, and you don't even know how it evolves, yeah. how you act when you're older. Mm-hmm. Everything evolves like slowly, and it manifests in different ways. So how you're feeling right now, maybe may come down, maybe maybe be resonated from something from your childhood. So I think yeah. that day was just something, something probably some trauma from my childhood that was coming out in different ways. Probably just. Mm. I was really, I'm a very talkative person, very loud, very social. That's just who I am. And that day I wasn't. Mm. So um, I know something was up. When I'm not talking, something's up. Okay. <laughs> so we all know. It's like, oh, Christian, what's going on? Why are you so yeah. quiet? Yeah. <laughs> no worries. Hey, I mean, that's cool. I mean, have you have you taken time throughout your years, right? You, you, you're now in your 20s. Um, 24. 24. Have you taken time throughout your time of being 24 years of age to just think introspectively and look in and like what were le- some leading causes to some unhealthy mental health statuses or have you just, you know, kind of just grinded through the day and just kind of bounced back and was trying to just perform and, and become the Christian that we all know, the Christian we all know. So have I taken the time to think about what affected me negatively growing up? Yeah. Well, maybe not just then, but like, you know, let's say on Tuesday you're having a rough day do you spend some time thinking about what what's causing these mental issues that you're dealing with or do you just try to fight through it and get back to your normal um, what you just said it pretty much defines me I'm always analyzing psychoanalyzing myself mm-hmm. um, uh, one thing I one word I want to say is called metacognition okay so I learned that word in college I'm a psychology major uh, I graduated from Cal Poly mm-hmm. with a psych psych degree and me- I learned I like that word metacognition is pretty much thinking about your thinking okay. it's like it's a brain above your brain. Okay. Um, and uh, I'm always thinking like, why am I feeling like this? Or, mm-hmm. you know, like, um, why, why, why do I feel like this when this person come around me? Or yeah. why do that when Yeah. I'm always thinking about my thinking. I'm always questioning myself. Yeah. So, so, and, but at the, to ultimately help myself. Yeah. To ultimately help myself. Do you find that being good or does it sometimes lead you down the path of like, second guessing and overthinking a lot of situations like oh paul don't like me because you know we're because you're constantly analyzing like how paul walked into the uh, room how you might have interacted he might have said hello D- yeah. do you go that deep or do you kind of just sometimes but it could go both ways it could go bad and it could go wrong but i think i use it more on like you know like it's okay like i'm feeling like this because of this like mm-hmm. you know like i ultimately i try to help myself like yeah I always say, oh, why am I feeling like this? Okay, like this happened, this happened. Yeah. So um, why am I mad when I come home? I remember like, uh, I remember like uh, Eric, I think Eric shared a, um, uh, he shared a, in a meeting mm-hmm. when he came home one day, he was mad or something, I think. Yeah. And he, he was snappy. Yeah. And then he was like, oh, okay, but this was coming from work. Yeah. So like when you right when you become a when you snap on somebody, yeah. you're like, oh, this is not me right now. This is coming from somewhere else. Yeah. I'm like you ask myself why am I why am I snapping at people quickly? Oh, maybe mm-hmm. I'm tired. I didn't get good sleep. Um, this happened. This happened. So that's yeah. the way I I function. That's the way I roll. Mm-hmm. Okay, awesome. And I kind of want to transition that. Um, w- when you're working with kids, how do you see? Do do kids talk to you about the mental health aspect at all, or do you do you talk to them about it? Oh yeah, definitely. 
um, being part of the on-point program, that's kind of the position you're put in. Mm-hmm. You're given that responsibility, that direct responsibility, supervision. Yeah. Um, yeah, kids, we chop it up, as they say, um, one-on-ones, running group. Uh, mm-hmm. One-on-ones is where you kind of uh, you kind of hear it all. Yeah. When kids kind of pour out, pour out their feelings, their soul, and let it all out. Um, definitely, yeah. And what do you hear most kids talking about? um today's day today's generation um social anxiety mm-hmm. social anxiety uh friends friends um fitting in yeah all that kind of correlates to other things um mm-hmm. well yeah i know since covid because I, uh, I was working with a handful of kids before covid and then i saw him saw them afterwards at when i first worked with them they were middle schoolers and then in high school now after covid one of them was telling me like he was so anxious coming back to school every morning before school, he would wake up and, and like have to vomit before he left the house because he was just that anxious. Yeah. Um, I think I've, I think I've heard that from you. Yeah. yeah I've shared that story a couple of times. Yeah. Um, and I guess as you're noticing it, do you think because of COVID, are you seeing a lot more kids dealing with that, um, that struggle coming back and just they're, they're all in their head um, or just, socially anxious stressed out overly concerned Mm -hmm. um definitely yeah yeah i i feel like i was like trying to prep on the way over here driving over here like what am i going to say yeah yeah i feel like i don't know how it was back then but i feel like it's just so hard being a kid now being a student yeah being a youth member of society it's just so hard now so demanding um yeah definitely Mm -hmm. um not, not too sure how it was back then. Yeah. Well, what do you talk to the kids then right now? As they they mentioned, they, they struggle with this stuff. Uh, Social anxiety, stress, depression maybe. Mm-hmm. What do you tell them? The way that I mentor kids is I tell them the truth, the hard-nosed truth. But I also provide like a warm shoulder. Mm-hmm. So I tell them like, you know, it's going to be hard. Yeah. Like I don't fake the funk as they say. I tell them the truth. But I also provide that warm shoulder, that that guidance, because I provide it. I I let it know the truth because it sets it sets them up for like success. Mm-hmm. Like you know what, it's gonna hurt going into like socializing, but or like you're gonna have to go through some some pain or some struggling to to overcome whatever you want to overcome. And then I also provide like oh, but do this, do that. Um, mm-hmm. um, can you ask your question again? I yeah, no, no, no. Uh, I, what I was saying was just like how do you mentor and work with the kids that mention that they struggle with this um like do you give them some tips and tricks of like how to to fight through the voices in your head right because a lot of times you have voices that say christian don't do it they don't like you christian like Mm -hmm. these people they blank right yeah that's a big one for anxiety Mm -hmm. right voices like it's almost um you're not good enough distortions Mm -hmm. or yeah um i i always empower my students Mm -hmm. i'm always um one the one one thing about me is I'm very um for lack of a better term maybe loving mm-hmm. or corny or you know because sometimes students get like shocked because they never they never received that mm-hmm. you know like they're like oh like this person's applauding for me or like he's affirming me yeah and you could tell when when they're like a little thrown off from it you yeah. know because it's not society now being all uh warm and uh it's not like that so when it when it when it does happen they get kind of thrown off but i've always empowered my students you yeah. know like hey man don't let it get to you society society's a bully at times you know i tell them you know but 
do you, man. Uh, either do you be with others, but just do you. Don't forget to do you. But I'm always empowering them and always being corny, as you could say. Yeah. Um, would you say, or I guess the question is, why Why do you love and be corny and applaud and affirm kids? Is it something that you learned as a kid that you thrived when you were applauded as, again, you, you were an athlete growing up most of your life? Mm-hmm. Was that something that you you desired and you realized it did a lot for you, so you want to give it back? Or w- what made you decide to start um, affirming youth, those that you work with? I think it's just being different, mm. just being different, being um, just being different. Because what we offer to schools is different, right? Yeah. What we offer our services, it's different. So that's where it's kind of coming from. Yeah. Um, I feel like I'm very unorthodox as a person i've always said that i'm i'm ortho, unorthodox I'm, I'm not un, unconventional yeah you know so um what's something unconventional or unorthodox that you do um to just build and bond with kids um i probably act weird or like act funny yeah because they'd be like oh this guy's weird but then it also breaks the ice you know, because everybody so wants to conform socially, mm-hmm. you know, and nobody wants to be the outcast. So yeah. I maybe I may I maybe but be the outcast on purpose. So yeah, kind of breaks the eyes like, oh, this guy's cool. You know, you're so authentically Christian that they're like, oh, like this yeah. this is cool because yeah, because this is just him. Like he's going to just be goofy, have fun, and mm-hmm. just be authentic, and and kids could see that and mm-hmm. they understand. Yeah, that's the way. That's the way I coach soccer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when I used to coach soccer, I remember one telling them one time, um, like at the end of the practices, each practice will have like a little talk, mm-hmm. and each coach will have his little two cents to give to the students, yeah. to the players. And uh, I remember one time telling them, um, it was very different. It wasn't. It wasn't even about playing soccer. It was just like, oh, I just want to let you guys know. I was telling them, like, I just want to let you guys know that I'm not going to treat you as the Instagram generation as you are, mm-hmm. or I'm not going to treat you like the generation you are. I'm going to I'm going to um come at you very differently this season. Um mm-hmm. I'm going to test you in different ways and we're going to have certain discussions that are hopefully open up your mind. Yeah. Ultimately, so it could translate to the field. Mm. That's the way that I approach soccer um to um teaching them about life, giving them like little planting little seeds so they mm-hmm. connect the dots and hopefully become a better player. But now I'm a different type of coach. Yeah. I'm more of a life coach. That's that's why I, Mm-hmm. For justice for youth. Yeah. And and you kind of, I want to dive a little deeper into this uh, Instagram. As you, you brought it up. So mm-hmm. as you're seeing it, what do you see? Because like, to a lot of people, Instagram is a great tool, mm-hmm. right? Uh, providing business, entrepreneurship. Mm-hmm. But what are you seeing and how is it affecting youth? Um, so I actually don't have an Instagram, but um, <laughs> it's a time, it's a time vampire as my professors once said, you know, it's just mm-hmm. sucking your time. Yeah. Um, I like YouTube, though. I like YouTube. Um, well, I was just going to say, because of, like, Instagram, right? Yeah, yeah. No. It, it's I, a highlight reel, right? Yeah. It's showing all the highlights of the day. Yeah. It, most people don't post, hey, man, I'm struggling today. Hey, I'm not I'm not doing good today. Today, today is a bad mental health day. Yeah. Um, you know, me and my wife got in a fight today. Me and my girlfriend got in a fight. Me and, mm-hmm. my, me and my girlfriend broke up, you know. We don't see that on, on Instagram. I think on I think like back to your question, Instagram could go both ways. Mm-hmm. Make money, promote yourself because a lot of people are making money off of it. Yeah. Um, but it also has that other aspect. Mm-hmm. Do we all, I think now I think now we're seeing this um, uh, anti media 
wave okay. um what it does yeah. and i think maybe that's what you're trying to like talk about i feel um yeah um acceptance um false realities um mm-hmm. look at me look what i'm doing look what i'm eating look what i'm wearing yeah you know and and that and that all of this we're consuming mm-hmm. like food we're consuming yeah. it like food you know which is why you probably want the jordans or you want the chain around your neck or whatnot, yeah. you know, we're, con- we're constantly consuming everything. And Instagram is one of the platforms that we're consuming. Music is one of them. Yeah. There's a lot of things that we're all consuming, but specifically the youth are consuming. Yeah. No, because on that was, as you kind of hinted at, what I was getting at was we're always told the good thing or what we're missing out on. So we're always not feeling great about where we're at in life mm-hmm. because we're constantly comparing ourselves to, Oh, look what that girl is doing over there. Oh, look what that guy, man. Mm-hmm. You know, look at that couple. They're always in love. Like, why don't I have someone to love? Yeah. So what about me? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I think that's part of the negative aspect or the dark side of media. Mm-hmm. Um, look at me and look what I don't have. Um, comparing, comparing, contrasting, comparing, contrasting. Yeah. Uh, individualization uh, versus collectiveness. You know, we live in a very individualized nation, so... Look at me, look at me, look at them, look at them. Divisions, yeah. divisions, divisions. Yeah, we're always looking ways to separate yeah. ourselves versus coming together as a unity. Yeah. Um, you or, just mentioned, right, you know, the true jihad over there. You know, already separating yourself from other people. Huh. So, <laughs> but, but at the end of the day, we're a community. We're right. a community. Um, I remember, uh, just a little quick note, I remember when we went to the state championship, the Gary coach mm-hmm. went to our state championship game, you know, and gave a props to... Uh, the coach coach from Ganesha, like props, you know, good luck. Because at the end of the day, we're Pomona. Yeah. Even though we play against each other, but we were playing against another school. But yeah. 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 They're to support. And yeah. I think that's what we see a lot in our culture and our community, especially in the urban city, right? We always see divisions. We're mm-hmm. always seeing separations, which again, it just adds to the mental health issue. Yeah. A lot of times kids aren't able to understand. They able to process. And I guess when students don't have a healthy mentor or adult in their life, how do you see here in the urban city, right? We'll, we'll just focus here on Pomona, but you, it's cross-cultural. You see it across the world. What are you seeing most kids being, or actually, what are you seeing most adults doing to deal with mental health issues, which are leading examples for kids? What are adults doing to set the example with coping mental health for the youth? Correct, yeah. Um, Hmm. That's. I can't. I don't. I don't really have figures uh, in my life. Okay. I mean, like, social media wise, TV, music. Yeah. What are kids being told on how to deal with stress? Oh, well, I know one thing that's been popping up. Um, today's day, you know. Um, you see the commercials now. The commercials will tell you what, what the times that we're living in, what's trending. So mm-hmm. self care. Mm-hmm. Self-care um, is a big one now, really yeah. big, because everyone's so burnt out now. Um, times are getting faster. Um, self-care, I think, is what we're kind of told now, like, mm-hmm. take your time, take some time for yourself. Take some time for yourself. That's what we're, that's what we're being told now. And I yeah. think it's true. It's true, but, you know, who's doing it and how are you doing it, you know? Yeah, I think what, what I'm seeing a lot is drugs, alcohol, right? Oh, yeah. You know? relieving your stress through fighting and arguing with others your pains Mm -hmm. you yeah you don't even know yeah yeah Yeah. drugs and alcohol is a big one yeah i think you mentioned self-care but the problem is kids don't see the healthy self-care they don't see workouts the breathing exercises the meditation 
um, yeah, I think uh, they, they see the fighting. They see the drinking. They see the drugs, right? Mm-hmm. Every corner, you know, you can see someone. I mean, kid, kids are being offered drugs all the time. Mm-hmm. It's so accessible now. Mm-hmm. That's what I've told other people, like these pins everywhere. Yeah. Vaping is so accessible. It's way more. It's, it's like food. It's a product now. That's yep. the way they wanted it. I guess that's the way they have it now, you know. Mm-hmm. It's commercialized, so it's so accessible. It's a product on the shelf now. Um, but, yeah, to back to your question, I think we have parents or figures in our lives that are grabbing the bottle every weekend mm-hmm. um, or grabbing the pipe to deal with it. And um, and that's the way kids were conditioned that way, and we may not even know it. Yeah. And then we like it, and we get uh, we like the feeling yeah. of being under the influence, and then we get, uh, we get stuck to that feeling, and we always want to feel that way. And it probably... Yeah, the numbing of the pain. The numbing of the pain, and we don't even, and we may not even know it. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, and I guess a, a question to you, Christian, um, for those listening, um, what would you recommend? Um, we'll, we'll start with adults. As adults, what would you recommend those who are dealing with mental health? How to get support and how to be an example to youth? I think. Support right, right when you said that word is like build it, building a support system, mm-hmm. um, being around positive people, um, being around those people who are going to challenge you, not being around the people who are just going to keep you in the same place. Yeah, be around the people who who are going to challenge you, who are going to support you, who are going to tell you things you don't want to hear but you have to hear. Mm. You know, and in terms of mental health, as as an adult, you know, as an adult, it's different because you have responsibilities and. You may have children or you may have all these type of duties or labels or titles, but you're still also dealing with your, your personal self. So I think just building that support system, um, exercise, exercise, a big one. Mm-hmm. I love exercising. Um, um, as an adult, it's a bit different. It's yeah. a bit different because you're already you're already fully developed. You have mm-hmm. you have responsibilities. Yeah. Um, so something that I've noticed over the years that's uh, changes a big deal and has a big deal on your mental health is the food consumption, what, what you eat. Yes. Um, like I know kids, all they eat is a bag of hot Cheetos. You wonder why you're angry, man. <laughs> you yeah. didn't eat any food today. All yeah. you had was hot Cheetos burning a hole in your stomach. Um, mm-hmm. You know, let's get some real food consumption in you. Yeah. Um, and even as adults, right? Our health is our number one thing. You know, our entire immune system is based off of our health. Everything's interconnected. Yeah, and you know if we have a bad bad gut, bad health, we're eating yeah. a bunch of things that our body isn't dealing with in the right way. We're just asking for more problems, more problems, right? There's so many autoimmune diseases now because we're consuming so much food that's constantly destroying our body from the inside. Everything's mass produced now. We're mm-hmm. living in a mass produced world, fast paced, and everything we eat is just like fast, 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 you know and we want to slow down in our mind, but we can because the world, the world outside is differently. Mm-hmm. It's different from what, how we how we actually want to treat ourselves, but we can't. Yeah. It's like two things going against each other. Um, uh, I think I, you know, I listen to a lot of Jordan Peterson sometimes. That's kind of like my little, okay. little. I think I think he mentioned about food. Mm. Just starting with food, um, you know, just starting with food. It's mm-hmm. like a big thing. My mom always says. Um, I um food and sleep is like the essentials. Mm-hmm. It's something very simple. Yeah. Food and sleep. Comer y dormir. Yeah. It's like that's it, man. Start with your basic needs, you know, the hierarchy yeah. of needs with with Maslow. Yeah. You know? Well, well yeah, the the main ones, right? Breathing. We need to be like after yeah. 2 minutes with not breathing, you start having brain damage. Mhm. Right? Um eating without, you know, 
30 or so days, your body starts shutting down. Mm-hmm. Drinking water, your body water. can last like two, three days. You know, sleep after two, three days, you're, you're start halluc- like going with zero sleep. Your body starts hallucinating and, and having problems on itself. So by having doing those four things, right, breathing on a regular basis and doing some proper breathing exercises, eating good food, mm-hmm. um, drinking plenty of water, because a lot of times people just consume juice or soda. Mm-mm. There, there's water in it, Paul. I was like, just yeah, but pure sugar. Yeah, it's more sugar than it is water. Mm-hmm. And then, um, you know, sleeping on a regular basis is, is very important. Very, very important. Very, very important. Yeah. And don't take it for granted. Mm-hmm. We shouldn't take it for granted. Yeah. The youth need to hear this, you know. Yeah. Sometimes there'll be times you may not get enough sleep because you're probably working, but just always try to prioritize those things mm-hmm. that you just mentioned. Yeah. And then the last thing for the kids that need that support, right? We already told them, you know, things that they can be doing for self-care and helping themselves. But for kids that are dealing and struggling with mental health stuff, what would you recommend them to do? Outside of those four things that we said of eating, drinking water, sleeping, and breathing. So those are four, right? Yeah. Outside of those four, what would you, you know, you're working with a kid that hears this podcast. What do you want them to do? What should they do? Maybe just kind of like a little uh, one to complete the four, the yeah. five, of uh, the high five. Yeah. Uh, would probably be exercise. Um, uh, exercise is good. We need to exercise. It's mm-hmm. um, so the way that I take uh well, this goes for the youth and this goes for everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think uh, exercise, um, to reference another person, the David Goggins, mm-hmm. um, taking, I call it the Goggins approach okay. to exercise. You know, don't exercise for um, the aesthetics, the, f- the physical features of it. Yeah, that, that's the perk. That, that's going to come with it, you know, looking good, whatnot, whatnot. Mm-hmm. But exercise for your mind, for, mm-hmm. um, for life, uh, to, to deal with life. Mm-hmm. Um, go through the pain physically uh, when you exercise so you you know how to cope with pain in life it translates to other areas of your life exercising um, I, b- I believe in that and mm-hmm. David Goggins is I think that's what he's trying to preach to everyone you know exercising um, going through going through the pain physically so you could deal with other parts of your life because yeah. whether you like it or not we're all going to go through something in life um, death Passes of people, and I think exercise is a big, big one. But yeah. yeah, for the youth, exercising, you know. Yeah, what I would recommend is reach out. You know, have seek support. Right, a lot of oh, times yeah. we struggle with mental health, and we just keep it all inside mm-hmm. our head. In between ear, left ear, and our right ear, it's all there. We always tell ourselves like, yeah, no one's dealing with this. Like they don't understand. Now, yeah, that was kind of just like the exercise was kind of just like the one to complete the five. Yeah, but like overall to the youth, to the youth, mm-hmm. um, yeah, like. Um, I just wanted to say that to complete the five, but yeah, yeah, yeah like right. mental health, mental health, um, like reaching out, um, do not do it alone. You can't do it alone. Mm-hmm. Um, reach out. Don't, you know, uh, like the quote from Eric uh, or Eric or that's been said around justice for youth a lot. Uh, you, we suffer in isolation, but we build in community. Yeah. We heal in community. We heal in community. So yeah, yeah that's different. That's, that's, that's the main one. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, whether you like it or not, whether you want to be alone or not, um, you can only go so far in this life alone. Yeah. That's a fact, I think. Uh, you can only mm-hmm. go so far, and you're going to need somebody sooner or later, you know? Yeah. When it comes to mental health, I know um, we always tell ourselves that we need to be isolated. We need to be suffering by ourselves. That's what our brain tells us. But as you said, like 
the true healing, the only way to really get out of it is to get away from the isolation. We need healthy community, right? I'm not saying like go find other people struggling that can't get out. Like find people who are out, people who are thriving and doing well, mm-hmm. right? That's what you are here for, right? That's why we have mentors all across the city of Pomona mm-hmm. supporting kids and, and we're, we're expanding in other communities as well. That's what, find those adults, right? Find those individuals in your life that can provide you that support that is okay to, that you could reach out to. It's okay to be vulnerable. Yeah. You know, it's okay to be soft, to cry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I spoke to a student the other day. I actually took him out for a burger. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a little later, a little later in the night. Yeah. But I actually been wanting to speak to this student because uh, he hasn't been coming to school mm-hmm. um, for like the past three months. Wow. Um, yeah. He's one of my boys at, at uh, my school site. And um, just uh, things going on in his life, you know, pretty, mm-hmm. pretty heavy things. And uh, he, re- he reached out to me Sunday night mm-hmm. and um, I was tired because um, there's been some family emergency in, on my side of the family. You know, Sunday night I was really tired and but I was good. I was good. And then he hit me up. He actually beat me to it because I wanted to do a check in. But I've been so busy. But I actually want to just mm-hmm. show up to his house and like, what's up, man? Yeah. So well, you know where you been at, man? We yeah. miss you. Um, but he beat me to it. He hit mm-hmm. me up Sunday night. Hey, man, what's up? You're available. You want to catch up? Just got up real quickly. Yeah, I'll be at your pet at so and so time. We went to go grab a burger and we just caught up. Um, mm-hmm. But he reminded me of like you know like just get connected with people and you got to stay connected whether you like it or not. Yeah. Whether you like it or not. And I know I know a couple of cases that way that. Um. I want to be alone. I want to be alone, you know, Mm -hmm. um, but it's, you, we gotta, we gotta stay connected around people. Yeah. Um, our, our relation, um, relationships are not easy. I want to, I want to finish off with that. Um, relationships are not easy. Um, uh, but that's the whole point of a relationship. (laughs) I think that's the whole point. It's a beautiful aspect of it. Like you're going to go through it, ups and downs, friends, family, uh, significant others. Mm -hmm. Um, um, but it's that's what you're gonna get. You're gonna you're gonna benefit from it. You're gonna have a mm-hmm. su- support system. Reach out if you're going through some stuff. Yeah, yeah. No, definitely, and that that's what we have. You know, reach out to us via social media, right? We're on Instagram, yeah. Twitter, Snapchat, TikTok. Yeah. That's why I always tell students like, hey, follow us, follow us, because mm-hmm. you never know. One day they're flicking through the feet to the to the gram or whatnot, and uh, they may be going through it, and they see our face on there, yeah. and then they get a flashback. Yep. And then they calm down. Yeah. Um, like just from, I was like, follow us, follow us, follow us. I always yeah. tell people that. Yeah. Just send us a message. We have people on it 24 yeah. seven responding and talking to kids. Um, that's what we're here for. We're, we're here to mentor, support, yeah. give you someone to talk to. Um, youth workers out there, same thing. Like you're not the only one out there struggling, fighting the good fight in the urban city or even yeah. the, anywhere. You don't have to be in the urban city. You could be in the rural areas trying to just support and work with youth, you know, you're not alone. There's hundreds and thousands of people doing the same work. Mm-hmm. Um, the youth is where it's at. Yeah. And That's it. It's it, where it's at. And just reach out. That's what we're here for. Um, and so, you know, if you need anything, hit us up. That's what we're here for. Reach out to our social media, email info at ju4y.org. Um, we're here to support you youth, and we're here to support you um, youth workers out there, and even parents. If you're struggling how to deal with with your student, that you see that they're struggling, reach out. No, that's what we're here for. We're giving you some tips and some ideas of supporting and we can support you because you're not the only parent dealing with this. Yeah, I've been wanting to connect some parents actually. Mm-hmm. I know uh, our mental health office at Pomona. Mm-hmm. 
uh, they just graduated some people. The Incredible Years program. I'm not okay. sure if you heard it. Uh-uh. So I think it's just like a parenting program. So and yep. I know, I think uh, I know uh, some of our some of our staff mm-hmm. works with parents as well too. So yeah, um, it's kind of getting the whole part the whole um, party on board. Mm-hmm. All, all types of parties: the yeah. students, the parents, the community, the schools, and that's when it really thrives. Yeah, for sure. So thank you everyone for t- for tuning in today to listen to Life in the Urban City podcast. Um, we'll see you guys next time. Peace. Thanks everyone.